Welcome, you guys. Welcome. It's a, a blessing to be with you uh, this Wednesday. Um, I was literally rushing from football practice uh, getting here. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, God is good. I'm excited um, to dive in God's word with you um, this Wednesday. Um, so again, we're going to be coming out of Galatians chapter six, Galatians chapter six. Uh, I'm going to read the, the New King James Version. OK, so I'm going to be reading out of the New King James Version. Um, so you can track in whatever version uh, you guys are going to have. Um, but I'm going to be reading from the New King James. All right. Uh, let's go ahead and hop in God's word. And it reads Galatians six. Brethren, if a man is overtaken in any trespass, you who are spiritual, restore such a one in a spirit of gentleness, considering yourself, lest you also be tempted. Bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. For if anyone thinks himself to be something when he is nothing, he deceives himself. But let each one examine his own work and then he will have rejoicing in himself alone and not in, a, in another. For each one shall bear his own load. Verse six. Let him who is taught the word share in all good things with him who teaches. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, that he, he will also reap. For he who sows to his flesh will of his flesh reap corruption. But he who sows to the spirit will of the spirit reap everlasting life. And let us not grow weary while doing good. For in due season, we shall reap if we do not lose heart. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all, especially to those who are of the household of faith. Verse 11. See, <coughs> excuse me. See with what large letters I have written to you with my own hands. As many as desire to make good showing in the flesh. These will compel you to be circumcised. Only that they may not suffer persecution for the cross of Christ. For not even those who are circumcised keep the law. But they desire to have you circumcised so that you may boast in your flesh. But God forbid that I should boast except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom the world has been crucified, uh, crucified to me and I to the world. For in Christ, Jesus, neither circumcised nor uncircumcised avails anything but a new creation. We're going to go back through um, and break down uh, some of these scriptures. Um, as I was uh, taking some time to kind of study um, this word um, presented um, that we're reading right now, 
Uh, my heart just immediately went out to those who uh, who are in um, the Asian American community um, who suffered uh, the loss of life um, in Georgia, as well as the senseless violence um, that just uh, happened in, in Colorado. And when you think about um, these things added on top of the pandemic, which we're still dealing with, um, this is an important time for us as believers because there is so much that is before us that the enemy will use to cause and try to use people to lose faith and hope in him and to lose sight of who they are or even question who they are as believers. And it's important for us. And, and as the scripture reminds us, and you know, clearly um, it says, you who are spiritual, restore such a one in a spirit of, uh, Restore such a one in a spirit of gentleness. And I think about, you know, that gentleness, which is obviously, you know, one of the fruits of the spirit, right? Functioning from the fruits of the spirit. And how important it is for us to um, to extend ourselves to those um, who are hurting as, you know, God calls for us to bear each other's burdens. You know, I think about, you know, we've been going over, you know, in our Sunday services talking about, you know, in the past few weeks um, prior, we've been talking about the armor of God. And, you know, one of the things that it talked about at the end when we read that um, those particular scriptures where right, I talk about praying for all always that that's one of our weapons that in the midst of it all that we should be praying for others. Um, that's the least that we can do. Um, that's the least that we can do is pray for uh, those that are hurting, um, who may be losing hope, losing faith um, because of all that is happening and transpiring right before our eyes. And as a believer, you know, I, this is, you know, honestly, for me, is this is like I think God graced me with you know, the ability and, and the opportunity of playing football for a specific reason, because when stuff like this happens, it's like it's go time. This is this is this is this is the time that I want to be inserted into the game because I know that what God has given me um, could be of service and could be of support and maybe hope and encouragement to someone else. And it's important. And all that I'm giving them is God's word. So it's not anything that I'm doing. It's not me. I'm ushering in the good news. I'm us. I'm, I'm simply a reminder um, of the goodness of God, reminding them that they, too, were created in God's image. If that was ever, you know, something that they were um, struggling with or if this sin like the scripture is talking about, if, if sin has overtaken them. Um, you know, whatever the situation may be, it's important for us to be vigilant as believers that we should have our eyes peeled open, looking for those that we could encourage, that we could love, that we can support, um, not talk about, not cast down, not blast, but to do the actual opposite. As God reminds us that as believers, the world will know us by how we love. So it's important for us to extend this love 
and the spirit of gentleness, because we're not far removed from nor are we out of the clear because we ourselves may find ourselves in a situation where we need to be comforted. Right. We need to be comforted. We need to be um, poured into and encouraged because we know that uh, we all sin and fall short of the glory of God. And none of us are perfect. And, you know, I might need that same grace applied to me. So I want to make sure that I'm extending grace always because I know one day I'm going to need it. And that's just the God to honest truth, um, because I am trapped in this flesh. And I know that in this flesh that that, that is filthy rags, that there is n- there is no righteousness in it. So while we struggle here on earth, right, to live this righteous life as we strive to be and to follow Christ, we understand that we too are going to fall. But it is important for us to be there for others when we see that they're that that they have fallen, right? That we're there to lend a helping hand to pick them back up, right? And, and I love how there's this humbling reminder for us because sometimes, you know, we might consider ourselves or some of us might consider ourselves a seasoned Christian. Like we've been saved for so long. We've been going to church, right? We've been going to church for all these years and we kind of built this, this, this wall, this exterior um, presentation to others who may not be believers because of the amount of years that we have been a part of church. And I love how it says for anyone, uh, for if anyone thinks himself to be something when he is nothing, he deceives himself. And it's a reminder for us to not be deceived. Don't be deceived because we have we've been going to church for for uh, 10, 25, uh, 40 years. Guess what? The church is a hospital for the sick, right? So that's just a reminder that that we need the doctor's help, the doctor being God, the doctor being our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, right? So there's nothing I can think of myself being better than anybody else or any of us who are believers to not be to not position ourselves in such a way that that this is the energy that we give off. Because as we're reminded, we're nothing. We're nothing without there is no way that we could work our way to heaven. There is nothing that we could do in God's eyes to say, I am righteous. Nothing. So it's important that we remember that, that we remember that. So when we see someone else falling, that we extend through love and that that, that gentle spirit of, of, of gentleness, because I'm remembering, man, I, I, I was there. So I'm not going to act as if, you know, the thing that you're going through is just so bad and, and, and to the point where, you know, I cannot resonate in my own sin. Because I'm nothing without Christ. I am nothing without his grace. I am nothing without his mercy. I am nothing without his love. I am nothing without him dying for my sins so that I can have life not only here, but everlasting eternally. So. Let's make sure that we don't carry that that exterior um, as believers giving off this bad look to those who may be looking for um, for some help, some encouragement from us that we're not giving them this 
this um, this false reality that that sometimes honestly just just keeping it keeping it real, right? That some people think of believers like that because we might be standoffish or we 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 carry ourselves in a way that pushes people away instead of pulling them closer to, right? And that's our job. There's no way I can carry your burdens if I'm far away from you. I got to make sure that I'm close to you, that I'm near you so I can so I can carry your burdens. Right. Because you're, you're carrying a heavy load and I see that and it's weighing you down. And if it's only for a short walk, let me hold that for you to just remind you that you are loved and that you are not in this fight alone. And that's what the, the importance of 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 what the scripture is reminding us. Right. And then when we, I, I love, I love, you know, skipping down to, to verse seven and how it reminds us, you know, again, talking about do not be deceived, right? Still saying in that same vein, do not be deceived. God is not mocked, you know, and I, I, I received that again, like clothing, Worldly arrogance. Um, this feeling of since I'm saved, that you know, I have a right to, and it's like, wait, let's let's hold on. Because I gotta be mindful of what I'm sowing. Right? I might I gotta be mindful of what I'm sowing. Right? I know that. When I'm sinning that there's I, I, there, I, I, there's the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes and the pride of life. And for us as believers, a lot of time we wrestle with that pride of life. Right. Because, you know, we it, again, that 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 exterior and how we carry ourselves. In, and what are we sowing? What, what what are we sowing into the lives of those that are watching us? Because we're always being watched. Right. Am I sowing to to my flesh? Right. Am I sowing in that aspect? Because it reminds us here, it says that that you will reap what you sow for he who sows in his flesh will of the flesh reap corruption. We're not excluded from that as believers, because if that's what I'm continuing to sow to, then I'm going to continue to see corruption and, and corrupt things take place in my life because I only can bear fruit to what the seeds that I'm planting in life. So if that's what I'm planting and, and it doesn't matter who the farmer is, right? Believer, non-believer, right? God reigns on the just and the unjust the same. So again, I want us to get out of this mind frame or, or, or this, this mental and physical positioning that I'm, or even in the in spiritual positioning that I'm higher or better than someone. Knock that off. Let's come back down. Let's be reminded of who we are, that we're only here because of what he has done for us. Right. And then it also says that, but he who souls to the spirit will of the spirit reap everlasting life. So talking about sowing to the spirit. Right. When we look at the fruits of the spirit. Right. So, OK, let's 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 think about it. Fruits have seeds. OK. Fruits have seeds. So if I am going to sow seeds 
what seeds am I planting? If I want to plant seeds spiritually, then I understand that I got to go back to grab the seeds of love, of gentleness, joy, patience, kindness, goodness, self-control. That I got to make sure that, that I'm grabbing the right seeds spiritually so that I can, in return, receive and reap of what I'm sowing. So it's important for us to, to, to truly examine the seeds that we have that we are casting out into the fields of lives and others and what God has given us. What seeds are you planting? That's a question that I want you to answer for yourself. What seeds are you planting? What seeds do you have? Are you sowing the seeds of love? Are you sowing the seeds of joy? Is it evident? Because we know that a tree cannot bear fruit that it is not sown to grow on that tree. God reminds, Jesus reminded, he said, you know, a, a, a fig tree can't produce apples. Right? A fig tree can only produce figs. An apple tree can only produce apples. An orange tree can only produce orange. A lemon tree can only produce lemons. So in order for me to grow lemons, I got to produce lemon seeds. If I want to grow oranges, I got to I got to have the seeds for oranges. If if I want to grow apples, I got to have apple seeds to grow. If I want to if I want to if I want to grow and I want to and I want to sow and reap love, I got to I got to plant love in the lives of others. It has to be evident. I have to plant joy. I have to plant patience. Self-control. Goodness, gentleness, kindness, right? I have, I have to plant these things. So this is what is going to allow me to, to, to have this, this everlasting life because this is what God has charged me as a believer that I should be sowing spiritually these seeds that are going to produce these fruits. And then he reminds us, he said, look, and let's not grow, let's not grow weary while doing good. You know, sometimes we live in a moment, we live in a moment where we want to see instant return. You know, sometimes I like to call it like, like the, the, the microwave philosophy. I just want to pop it in, press a number, it cooks, it's done now. Right? Opposed to having you know, a slow cooker and letting it truly marinate and cook properly, having the patience for it to cook properly, to not go and try to get it out when it's not done yet. I want to make sure that I don't grow weary because it's taking time, right? That it's marinating, right? That it is cooking properly. So don't grow weary because something might be taking a little bit longer than what you expect. The key word is you. 
It's what you expect, not what God intended. And sometimes we focus too much on what, what we expect in the time that we see that it should be done opposed to when God wants that thing to be presented fully cooked in our lives. That's why one of the fruits of the spirits is patience. We got to have patience, right? In order for me not to grow weary, I must have patience. I must have patience. And not only patience in that moment, he says, do not grow weary and well doing. Well, if I'm doing well, then I should also be applying joy. I should be appreciative, right? Because I, I know that I'm doing what God called and instructed me to do. I'm where I'm supposed to be in him. So I'm not going to be weary. I'm not going to lose sight of what he called for me to do because the time may be extending and exceeding beyond what I what what I expect and what I uh, see it being done completely in that time. And then we go forward and it says, for in due season, we shall reap if we do not lose heart. How many of us can say, I'm going to use... Uh, I'm going to use this, this, this analogy, right? And we've all probably heard about it before. Maybe not. But, you know, sometimes you, you know, somebody will, will, will be at a, will be at a, uh, at like a slot and they're, they're spending all day at this slot. It happens in Vegas all the time, right? Somebody is, is on a slot machine. They're on a slot machine and then they leave and then somebody else come on one shot, boom, and then they win, right? Or, you know, we're, we're, we're waiting in line. We're waiting in line and I lose patience. I, I want to get this thing. I want to get this thing and I'm waiting in line. Right. And then it's taking so long. So then I leave and I go get into another line and then they, you know, the, the, the cashier, you know, points at the person that, that was standing where I was and say, Hey, can you come right here? I'm going to take you right here on this next register. Right. But because I lost patience and I, I thought that I'm going to do what I feel is best and I'm going to go get in this different line because it seems to be moving faster at the time. Right. That now I lost my place and now I'm going to be here longer than when I was intended to be because I lost patience, lost heart. And it happens. It happens. And it's important for us to uh, to be mindful of this. Right. To 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 stay in the game. Right. To stay focused, to be present. Um, you know, in football, we say keep your head on the swivel. Right. Because you might not get a play coming your way right now. But as soon as you get lax and you, you, you let your guard down, boom, here they come to your side. And now you're not ready because you let your, your guard down because you lost heart because nothing was happening in the time frame that you saw fit for yourself. And then he says, therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all. He didn't say, let us do good to some. Let us do good to most. He said, let us do good to all. Why is that important? Because 
as a believer, again, I'm going to remind us that people are watching what we are doing because somebody either want to say, see, I told you so. I told you there is no difference between well, why should I follow God if if I see them acting like that? I can just continue being how I am. Because there is no difference. And, and they're looking at you because they really they really want some hope. Something different than what they have been accustomed to all their lives. Something that they have seen all their lives. And, and, and it's so important that that we don't lose sight that man, we got we got these opportunities. I, you know, I think about baseball. Baseball season about to start. We got people on base. I want to bring some people in. And I know that this at-bat is crucial. This opportunity, I, I can't strike out on. I got, I got to make sure that I, that, that I make connection while this opportunity is presented to me so I can bring some people home. So, so I got to do my part. You got to do your part. We have to do our part. And, and as he reminded us, he said, let us do good to all. Because people are watching us. And he said, especially to those who are of the household of faith. And we're doing that because and, and, and I receive that as. As confirmation for one another. Hey, I'm doing good to you. Hey, you you know, iron sharpness, iron. So as we're sharpening each other, when we go out, right, I can reflect back to my brother or my sister who who is sharpening me as a reminder. Like, okay, you're going out. Remember, we got to be good to all. We got to be good to all. We got to, we got to, we, we can't, we can't lose sight of these opportunities that are presented before us. With this pandemic, we can't lose sight of this opportunity as before us to be examples of, of, of hope, love, encouragement. Right. Um, when we're talking about, you know, stepping up for 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 humans, God's children. And we see, you know, Asian hate. We see uh, black hate. We see Latino hate. We see white hate. We see hate all over. And God is like, how, how, like, it's important for us to step up in these moments and say, no, this is not right. Racism is not cool. Hating someone because of who they are, or where they're from, that's not cool. Because if I look down on them, guess what? I'm elevating myself saying that who I am and what I am is better than you. And, and that's not who we are in Christ. We are all made in the image of God. Every last one of us. And we don't look down. We look lateral. We look to the side, to the to the left and to the right of us. And we grab on to our brothers and sisters. We don't look down. That is not what God in, in, instructed us to do. For we are all his children made in his image evenly, equally. And we got to show that. We got to say that. I can't be afraid to say that 
Asian lives matter. I can't be afraid to say that black lives matter. I can't be afraid to say that 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 Latino lives matter. I can't be afraid to say that white lives matter. I can't be afraid to say that. Because of what the world's perception it wants me to say and want me to be and want me to do. I'm a child of the living God. And I know what he called and instructed me to do. And in this time right now, we see that 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 the spotlight is on the Asian community. So guess what? That's where the spotlight is. So get that that's that's where my attention is going to be. Right. If my arm is bleeding and hurting. Guess what? I'm going to apply pressure to my arm. I'm not going to apply pressure to my leg because my leg is not hurting. But my arm is bleeding. So that that wound right now that is that is happening to the Asian community. Guess what? I'm going to apply love there. I'm going to sow, I'm, I'm, I'm sow my support there. Just like when my leg is hurting. Right. And there was a time where the black community. Right. When they were under the spotlight. And guess what? We're going to apply pressure there, too. That's why it's so important for us to not be afraid to speak the truth, because as as we're reminded in, in the scripture right here, these opportunities are going to be presented to us. And God wants us to show love to all. Not some, not most, not few, not only the ones that look like me, not only the ones that look like you all. And this is how we show that we are believers. He said, the world will know that you are mine by how you love. Not how you like or talk about somebody. How you love the first fruit of the spirit. Love. That 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 seed that I want to sow. Love. That's what I'm planting because I want to reap that back. So let us continue To support all. If the spotlight is, is, is on the Asian community, let us support the Asian community right now. Because guess what? When when the black community is is which still under attack and under attack and things happen, guess what? I want the spotlight there too. When something happened in a Latino community, guess what? I want the spotlight there too. I don't want to miss these opportunities. When something happens in, in, in the white community, guess what? I don't want to miss that too. Because there is no place for hate. There is no place if we are who we say we are as believers. If not, it's going to show. So let us be reminded of what God's word reminds us and is saying to us. And as we see, let us do good to all. Amen. Let us do good to all. As we journey down and we examine what is happening here in verses 11 through 15. Again, talking to us as believers, right? He's speaking to believers. And 
you know, he's like, God is not concerned whether you're circumcised or not. That is that is something that you are boasting again in your flesh. So we got to be mindful of the things that we're promoting as believers. Like, am I like am I promoting selfishness to my flesh? Because when I am sowing, if I'm sowing love, if I'm sowing joy, patience, kindness, gentleness, goodness, right? That's, that doesn't only apply to myself, that extends to others. So these fruit, these fruits that are growing off of the seeds that I'm planting on these trees are meant to be given out, not for me to only store and take in for myself. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sowing these seeds so that I can have this, this, so I can hoard the, the 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 fruit that, that are growing on my trees and it's all for me. No, this is meant to be given out. I want to share this fruit. So I want to make sure that, that, that I'm conscious, that I'm making the conscious decision to not boast in my flesh because I'm a believer and and and, and I've been baptized and, and and I've been a part of the church and and, and I have this title and, and that means nothing. That means nothing in the context when someone's life needs to be encouraged through pure love, joy, patience, peace. They need they they they, they need to they need to receive this. Your title is not going to impress them, but how you listen how you love is going to encourage them. And, you know, I've never been one and I, I appreciate that God has granted me the sense of humility to not be hung up on titles and names. And It's cool, but it's not in a sense for me. And I say that because the only name that means the most to me is my name being written in the Lamb's Book of Life. I want my name written there. I want to hear, well done, thy good and faithful servant. That's what I want to hear. I want to hear, Matt Traco, you did your part. That's what I want to hear, my name. So, it's important whether whether we are who we are in the body of Christ and how long. Let's let's make sure we we, we deal with ourselves with a measure of humility, as he as as he reminds us. If there is anything that is worth boasting in, is the cross of Jesus Christ. Why? Because without the cross of Jesus Christ, there is no you or I. Let's examine this from a real standpoint. Okay. The Bible reminds us in Book of Romans that the wages of sin is death. Okay, the wages of sin is death. Let's say you, everybody had to pay the penalty for their own sins. There would be nobody on earth. I mean, life would have been done a long time ago because everyone would have been dead because all have sinned and have fallen short. Everybody. There would be nobody. 
there, there will be no life. Because all of us would have paid for our sins. So what is there to boast in? The only thing that I can truly boast in is the cross. Why? Because it is the cross that has saved me. It is it is what Jesus did at the cross that saved me. It is what Jesus did that has given me life and has presented opportunities for me to be who I am in him, not in myself, because it is myself that caused him to have to go to the cross in the first place because of my sins. Because of your sins. So there is nothing in this flesh for me to boast in or on. I don't care what accomplishments I have done here on this earth. It is of no importance compared to the cross. So. I just want us to be reminded as as we read this and, and we're reminded, right, that it is the cross of Jesus Christ alone that deserves all the honor for us to boast in. It is Jesus alone who deserves all the praise, the honor and the glory for what he has done on the cross for us, that it is uh, well and it is only presented to God the Father for giving his son for us and our behalf, his only begotten, by the way, so that we can have life and have it more abundantly. So all the praise is going to go to my Lord, and my Savior, my heavenly father, and all that happened at the cross that changed my life. If the cross didn't happen, my life would not be changed. And I will have no opportunity. So again, when we're reading this, let's really look at this, especially he's talking to us as believers, because it is us that that put ourselves on pedestals. It is us that feel like we're too good to talk to people because of their sin. And oh, oh, he's oh, he's drunk. I can't talk to him or he. Hey, we were once trapped in sin, too. Guess what? We still deal with sin. Now, as believers, so I'm not going to act like we don't sin. We sin daily, all of us. So let's not look upon people in the stage of life that they're in and not offer up at least prayer for them. And if you have the ability to, to carry their burden, let's do that. Let's not think that think of ourselves more highly than we ought to. Let's not do that. Let's make sure that we are being as he called, directed, ushered and and given us this decree and direction and being as believers, as his children, as joint heirs in Christ. So let us be reminded as we move forward, as we go forward, let us have our, if anything, man, let's have our flashlights on. Let's have our head on the swivel. Let's have our eyes peeled open so we can see who we can love up. Let's see who we can extend some joy to that we can remind the importance of, of being patient and extending peace and, and, and showing goodness and kindness and, and, and modeling self-control so somebody else 
can 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 learn from that. As he said, let us examine our own work. Amen. So let's go before the Lord in prayer. Know that we're praying for you. We're praying for you. And I hope that we're praying for others as we need prayer. I hope that we're extending prayers for those outside of our household that we can pray for, too. We may need them, but we also can give them. So let us continue to grow. And who God designed and created us to be as his children. And taking advantage of these opportunities that are presented before us. Let us continue to sow seed. Let us gather the right seeds so we know which seeds we need to sow. That so we know we're not sowing to our flesh, but instead we're sowing the seeds of the fruits of the spirit. Amen. So let's go before the Lord. Father God, we love you and we thank you so much. We pray, Father, that you continue um, to be with us and that you continue, Lord God, to search our hearts, oh Lord. Help us to be who you created us to be, Father God, for your glory. Let us be a source of encouragement to those, Father God, that we can be a source of encouragement to. Let us be a source of hope to those that we can be a, so a source of hope to. Let us extend love to all, Father God. Let us support all. Let us be patient. Let us show kindness and goodness and gentleness. And let us extend peace. Father, we ask and pray, Lord, that you would continue to grow us in you. I ask you to forgive us, Father God, for our sins that we've committed against you. Help us, Father God, to be better and to do better, Father God. Mm. For we can do nothing apart from you, but we can do all things with you, Lord. And we thank you for your word. We thank you as we boast in, in, in what you did at the cross on our behalf, that you died for our sins, that we may have life and have it more abundantly. And let us remind others of what you did at the cross for us so that they too can have that same hope and be able to spread that same love and joy to others through their lives. And we just continue, Father, to give you all the praise, the honor, and the glory. And it's in your blessed and precious and holy name matchless. There is no name, Father God, that can match yours. And we thank you in Jesus name. Amen. Love you guys. We thank you uh, for being with us and uh, may you continue um, to know that you're loved in the name of Jesus. See you guys.